Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, everybody. This is Blaze, and this is the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. Let's talk about unpredictability and how much we hate, hate, hate unpredictability. So I have a few things coming up in my life that really brought this topic to a head for me recently. So one of them is that I live on the East Coast, and I was right near where Hurricane Henri was supposed to arrive and wreak havoc in Connecticut. And There was not a huge announcement about it until a couple of days before saying, oh no, it's going to come. It's going to be head on right here in the community. Be prepared for a level one hurricane. We have a ton of trees. And the power company was like, oh, we're expecting for 400 to 800,000 households to be without power for up to three weeks. I was like, oh God, that's going to suck. We're in the middle of a heat wave you know, we're preparing for first day of school. Like there's just so many things (laughs) going on. And um, yeah, so we're told prepare, go make sure that you're ready to be without power. If you have a generator, get the gasoline for it. So all of that stuff's going on. And then what happens? Well, the whole story. (laughs) What happens is not a whole lot, but the hurricane moved. It didn't actually pick up speed the way it was supposed to. It didn't slow down in the way that it was going to. It actually moved out to the east, so it got hit more with rain and less with wind. And long story short, myself, my family, um, the people in the surrounding area kept our power. And, you know, the storm moved through and it was fine. People's reactions to this whole situation, it, it's just a miracle. Human, human nature, man. We can't be happy no matter what. So... <laughs> In my own personal experience, I'm thinking like, well, thank God we didn't lose power because I don't want to go through a week of 90 degree weather with no air conditioning and lose everything in our fridge and freezer. That would suck. I also, you know, I I just think it was a blessing, but I noticed that people were so angry. They were angry that it didn't happen. I was like, why would you be angry? that we didn't lose power for three weeks and that it wasn't as bad as we thought. And I think that really comes down to, we're all just freaking tired of not knowing what the fuck's going on anymore. (laughs) So, oh my gosh. So I'm going to start at the beginning when we were told like, there's going to be this hurricane and we should definitely prepare for it in the way that we prepare for nor'easters, right? So in New England, like storms coming, everybody's got to go out and buy out all the milk and bread and cheese and like all that stuff that I don't know. I've never felt like doing that because one, I don't do dairy. I don't like milk and I don't eat cheese. And I honestly don't really like bread that much. (laughs) Okay. So this time I'm thinking, oh, if we're going to be out of power for, you know, a week to three weeks, maybe we should get some bread products and things that I normally wouldn't want to have because they don't require refrigeration and we could just eat it and that would be fine. And at this point we didn't have a generator or any such thing. So 
my husband being the amazing man that he is gets up really early. He's like, well, I'll just get up at six and I'll head out and I'll see if I can get whatever groceries we need and some gas in the car and see if they have any generators. There's supposed to be some at Home Depot. I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes out and the Home Depot never gets their delivery of the generators and none of the grocery stores are open that early. So he finds out that shop right down the way is open already. They've been open since six, so he can go get groceries there. And when he shows up, they happen to have generators, which is crazy because it's just a grocery store, but he got a generator. So that was actually a bit of awesomeness that worked out for us. So he comes home, we have a generator now, and he's like, well, we need to go out and get some gas for the cars. He's like, but what's really funny is he's like, we're all out shopping. It's the the regular New England madness of everyone's out trying to get what supplies they need before the storm. So it's starting to pick up, even though it's, you know, on a Saturday morning at six in the morning, people are out trying to get ready. Um, but people are so chill compared to what we are used to with New England hunter gathering for storms. So in a typical non-pandemic year, a storm would be coming. Everyone would be out shopping. It would be a freaking madhouse. Everyone would be crazy and mean to each other. <laughs> like, get out of my way. This is my line. Grabbing things. But we're just so used to everything being unpredictable, right? Like you show up and you're like, oh, there's no food in this aisle. Oh, well, I'll just go to the next aisle and see what's there. And everyone kind of was doing that. So like, oh, they don't have this anymore. I guess I'll just go grab this. Oh, hey, look, they have some jerky. Sweet. I'll throw that in the bag. Ran out of bottled water, but they've got the seltzer water. I guess that's what we'll get this time. And I mean, I did that. We put it in the cart and we just go to checkout. You ask someone, hey, I'm looking for a gas can to get some gasoline. Do you have any? And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I think we sold out last night or this morning. And we're just, no one's really mad. And everyone's like, oh, that that's fine. I didn't think you'd have any anyway. Oh, well, you know, and we just wander off. It felt surreally calm compared to a normal storm prep. So that I found interesting. And I experienced that going out as well. And my husband terms it, he's like, it's this um, pandemic induced fatigue where we're just too tired to care that much. We know what we're supposed to do, so we're going to go out and do it. But if it doesn't work out, we're kind of like, eh, nothing's working out right now. Whatever. And I said, yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Like, no, no one has any fucks to give anymore. We're just very, very tired, and we don't want to deal with it. We'll do what we have to, but don't ask any more of us than that. We just want to get home. <laughs> okay, so we do that. We get home. We prepare for the storm. Um, I pull in all of the plants and the planters and take the swings off the swing set and take the um, big metal post that hangs like the hooks for the plants and bring that inside so that things don't get blown away. There's a rug that was outside. Bring that in, throw it out. Okay. Things aren't going to blow away. And then the storm arrives and it is the most lackluster storm for all of the hype that we've had in a long, long time. <laughs> I mean, it was a confluence of very nice things that it just ended up being a tropical storm. We got the very easy end of it. It was breaking up by the time the eye went through. We were right in the eye of the storm, so we really didn't get a lot of it. And then it, there was nothing behind it. We didn't catch the end because it just undid itself. So there was a lot of rain. Not going to lie. Ton of rain. But trees, trees fell. No trees fell in my particular neighborhood. We had branches fall. It wasn't bad. I'm so thankful because I would have been deeply saddened to have it be worse and have trees falling in my yard, trees falling on my stuff, power out forever, that would suck. 
None of those things happened. It was marvelous. And immediately social media starts going crazy of everyone being angry that the storm didn't happen, that media has lied to us. It's terrible. And I was like, oh, here it is. Here's all the pent up rage <laughs> that we all have. So it's hard to be grateful. I mean, I, I am, but I tend to lean that way. But I kind of get it. I, I get the anger. I get the fury. I don't personally feel it. I find it kind of amusing. But yeah, like when you've had a year where nothing goes according to plan and all you really want is to just know what the hell is going to happen next and then they get it wrong and then you had to do like extra work. I think this is why people are mad. You had to do extra work to prepare for something that didn't even fucking happen. They're mad. And yeah, yeah, I get it. So the rage is happening and then people are just extrapolating to crazy degrees. Like that's why you can't trust anything on the fake news and da 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 da. And I'm like, whoa, that's a big leap because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, it wasn't fake. There was in fact a storm. It just didn't do everything that they thought it did. And by the way, people in Rhode Island are still without power. Like a lot of people did lose power. It just like it moved 30 miles. You should be thankful, <laughs> but okay. Um, anyway, there is that. And there's the unleashing of all of the frustration that, you know, we went out of our way and we bought generators we didn't need and we stocked up on gasoline that we didn't need. Da, 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 da. And part of me is thinking like, well, hey, I have a generator now. Yay. We're going to be prepared for winter storms in a way that we weren't before. So that's great. And we have all the gasoline we need for these winter storms that aren't here yet. So yay. We didn't even have to do it in the winter. We did it right now. Woohoo! Like life is pretty good. But I know that we're not all feeling that joy because we're tired. And if I move the unpredictability to other areas of life, because we have no idea what the heck's going on with society, what's required of us, what's going to happen for me in particular, and people who have kids that are in school, we're deeply confused and we have no idea what's going on. We're told your kids are going to school. It's going to be full time. This is what's going to happen. And our trust in that is very low. <laughs> and um, a friend of mine posted on social like a week ago saying, hey, parents, if schools could do something to help make your lives easier, what would it be? And the majority of parents were responding, just tell us that it's going to be remote right now so we can prepare. Because we know it's going to do that at some point. And we like, you just can't, you can't plan anything. And even I felt like, yeah, I've got a kid going into kindergarten. Finally, like we've had two years now where I thought she'd be in preschool and we didn't get to do that. So now we're moving into kindergarten and please God, let her go to school and make some friends and get out of this house. Like we, we all need that in our lives. How long can I count on that? And I feel like I can't, I think she will go. I also have like a really high suspicion that you know, she'll be there for a week. Someone will pop positive. Everyone will come home for two weeks. So it'll go back. Someone will pop positive. Everyone will come home for two weeks. Like it's just going to be a completely unpredictable cycle, which makes it extremely hard to plan for anything. Can you plan for your business? Can you plan for travel? Can you plan anything? Can we plan vacations? Not really. Like vacations that we have for October are still kind of up in the air. Can we even think that that's going to happen? We have no idea. And 
it makes me realize that this illusion that we have of predictability has always been an illusion and it's just so completely destroyed right now. And we're not well equipped as human beings to cope with that. We work really hard to build predictability into our lives and we're trying desperately to do it right now. And every, every insult to that just makes us more bitter and more prone to snapping and being evil to each other because we're just so tired and we don't know what the heck to do. I have a lot of compassion for us right now because of that, but I'm also recognizing in myself, I'm just really tired. I am exhausted. And a lot of the stuff hasn't even happened yet. I'm exhausted because there's 5,000 possibilities that I feel like I'm supposed to somehow prepare for. And no matter what I prepare for, it won't really matter. So it leads to this sense of futility. Like it, it doesn't matter. I could just sit on my couch and eat cakes all day and like look outside the window at the squirrels and it would be fine because it won't make a difference ultimately in what could happen. I could work really hard and then find that I don't get to do what I want. I could prepare for the worst and then maybe it won't happen and that should be good, but I'll also be tired because I'll have wasted my time right now. If I don't prepare for the worst, then I'll be completely unprepared and it'll be hellacious later. Like it, it feels like no matter what we choose right now, it's not great. And none of us like that. I don't like it. I don't know anyone who's like, yay, give me more of this bullshit. <laughs> so how do we cope? when we don't have predictability anymore. And when we realize that we've never had predictability, not really, like we can't plan for the future, but we're always going to try. And just realizing that this is a weird quirk of being embodied, right? That we have to deal with all this stuff. How do we do it with some grace and without driving ourselves crazy? And I don't have a good answer for that. The way I do it is, you know, just one day, one moment at a time. When I have the energy, diving into doing a project that feels important in that moment and recognizing that there are no right or wrong choices as far as activities right now for me. I used to think like, oh, you need to pick the most important one that's going to get you the farthest in X, Y, or Z. And now I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't know that any... X, Y, or Z are moving all that far forward this year. They might or they might not. <laughs> so pick the one that feels good in the moment that you're feeling inspired about, follow that. And then, you know, when you run out of energy, which you're invariably going to do, be okay with just stopping and sitting and going, yep, my, my brain and my emotions are drained and I have no more to give today. And just learning to be okay with that and dropping the judgment about myself. I think so much of this time in life is teaching me about how much judgment I carry for myself and others and how much can I drop that? How much can I just go, this is what's happening and this is the energy that I have for it. And when I don't have it, can I not judge myself for not caring so much, like just not having the energy to rail on about it right now? And when someone does something that angers me, how quickly can I drop it and move back into my lane and do what I need to do for myself without wasting energy on shit that I can't change? And I think 
that might be the secret to getting through this with a shred of sanity. And it might not. (laughs) It's my current strategy is just like, how quickly can I drop it like it's a hot potato? Because it is. And I'm, you know, really lacking in abundant energy. Here's another interesting thought. I think that I have been taught or I've adopted the value that having a ton of energy, that always having the energy to move forward and forging forward and making things happen is both important, respectable, the most worthy thing you can do, the thing that you should strive for. And I'm coming to terms with the fact that that's not possible. You can't always have overabundant flowing energy, even though we want to believe that we can. So I think we all want to believe that we can, because of course, if that's your value, that always bigger, better, more is important, then it's really hard to concede that there could ever be a time in which you don't have that energy and not judge it as being like, oh, well, then you're failing or something's wrong with you. But it's obvious that that's not true. There's there's just ebbs and flows in nature. Sometimes there's abundant energy. Sometimes the energy is receding. Sometimes it's just still, and all of those are actually necessary. We're not used to this long of a pause. We're not used to the whole world being in that drawing back of the wave at once. And yeah, for our experience in our lifetime, yeah, it's not natural. Yeah, it's not how we're used to things working but it it will flow again. And it does come back to the sense of timing, right? Like we can predict that it will flow again, but we can't precisely predict exactly when or where. We all want to so badly. We want to financially, economically, socially, politically, all of the things. Like we just want to know what the hell's going on, but we're here and we don't. And the best we can do is conserve our precious energy for what really matters. And for each of us, it's going to be different. For me, I care about my family. I care about my kid. I care about my health. And I care about holding on to a shred of sanity and progress, right? Forward momentum and all other things. Maybe now is not the time for it. Maybe now is the time of just treading water. And yeah, I didn't want to tread water for two years. That sucks. But if it's what I have to do, if that's what it is happening, then it's what's happening. And there's not, no amount of um, trying to dive ahead is going to change the situation. Maybe what's appropriate is exactly what's happening. And if I think that, it actually calms me down a bit and goes, okay, well, I don't have to prepare for every contingency. Maybe I'm still just being shown that I need to just be present in the contingency that exists right now. Maybe don't jump ahead. Maybe don't worry about that so much. Maybe you're still just trying to figure out how to cope with right now, and that's okay. And when I do that, I notice that every day there still is a little shift. There is tiny forward momentum. Things do change. Maybe I don't need to plan ahead, or maybe I can't plan ahead even two weeks that frustrates the hell out of the part of me that thinks that I'm supposed to be able to plan for two years, five years, 10 years out. But let's be honest, like as grand as those plans can be, how stressed do they make us when we feel like 
we can't achieve them. So I guess what I've learned from the hurricane and preparing for a very unstable and unpredictable school season and just fall in general is that, you know, sometimes it's okay if the best you can do is just plan for your evening and tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe two week chunks is about what you can kind of lay out. And even that isn't going to fly the way you think it's going to fly. And that's okay. And my job right now is to learn how to be okay in that. I'm not doing perfect, but I am surviving. Friends, I wish you all a little bit more predictability in all of our lives so that we can feel like ourselves again and feel like we have some semblance of control over anything. <laughs> I hope that we all get to do something oh, that we decide this week. What would that be like to just do something that we decided just because we can, something simple, something fun? I think this is where everyone just goes and gets haircuts, right? Like, I can control my hair. I'm going to do that because it feels good. <laughs> so maybe I wish you an awesome new haircut. Ah, Have a wonderful week. And I wish you all the very best in coming to terms with what is, by all consideration, one of the most unpredictable times that we're, we're going to have in our lives right now. And I hope that you come out the other end feeling strong, feeling like yourself and feeling capable. Because I think that that is a nice way to feel even when faced with unpredictability. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.